Hey everybody, this is Jordan with the with the Crohn's Veteran Podcast. Uh, thank you so much for joining me uh, today. I am so grateful and so honored to have a very special guest with me. Um, she is an alumni of Michigan State. She is, she is a former um, owner of a wholesale and retail bakery. She's a small business consultant and she is also my mom. I am welcoming Penny McConnell. How you doing? Well, thanks for having me, son. This is really a lot of fun. Already. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. Well, well, thanks for well, thanks for agreeing to come on. Um, you know, of course, you know I know you pretty well, but um, but 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 for the folks that don't know who Penny McConnell is, uh, you know, can you uh, give us some of your background? Uh, yeah. Let's see. I guess I'll start um, way back, um, growing up in Lansing, Michigan, and then. As you mentioned, I went to, of course, high school in Lansing as well, through actually through all of my schooling in Lansing, and uh, then went to a community college first, uh, which I think you went to a community college for a while too, didn't you, Jordan, or not? Uh, briefly, briefly. Briefly. Okay, so anyway, I went to a junior college and then on to Michigan State University and graduated Michigan State, and uh, then... Uh, let's see, I got married to, <laughs> gosh, your dad, mm -hmm. and uh, we moved several places. We left Michigan at that point as soon as we got married, and we moved to Colorado, and it was in Colorado that I um, started attempting to get positions as a writer. That's mm -hmm. what I really wanted to do, and it's still my, you know, it's parallel there to entrepreneurship or and my baking career actually so anyway I started there trying to get writing jobs which you know even then I'm not going to tell you what year that was but um you know even then it was hard to do that and I don't think in Colorado I landed a writing job at all it, I, I can't recollect getting one I don't think I got one until we moved um from Colorado to the East Coast, we moved to um, uh, New Jersey, right outside of Manhattan, out of, okay. outside of New York. And that was when I was able to secure my first writing job, which was, you know, just big, big, big fun for me, even though it really wasn't that great a job, but I loved it. And um, so we did that. And then my, I guess what I'd say, my first real professional writing job was in, uh, Emmaus, Pennsylvania, which is a, just a little town um, near Allentown, Pennsylvania, right in that triangle area. Mm -hmm. uh, and, um, and that was Rodale Press. And people may know Red, Rodale Press from things like Runner's World, um, Organic Gardening. Um, and I think there's a, I mean, I think that there's several book uh, magazines now that they do um, around running, but it's it's a health-related publishing company. And I wrote for them. I wrote chapters for them. I, I did lots of very, very fun things. Oh. Um, from there, we moved to um, Reston, Virginia, where, of course, you know, um, lots of things happened there, including, I guess that would have been your birth, right? <laughs> your birth in and Morgan's, and, um, and I worked for yet another publishing company, and that was a professional job, too, as a um, advertising copywriter, and I left that job, I think, after maybe about five years, uh, 
right after I'd actually given birth to you guys. And I was, uh, I left in the position of senior copywriter with a couple of people under me. I loved it. Wow. Uh-huh. And, so, and, and so, then, and then that's, that's when I sort of started switching careers. Right. Yeah. As, as I say, so, I mean, so, um, you know, I, so I know a little bit of the background, the history of, um, you know, how, you know, your, 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 the bakery came to be, but, you know, um, for our audience, you know, out there, you know, I you know, talk about, you know, what prompted, prompted you to, you know, um, talk about with the bakery and, you know, and, and a little bit of, you know, some of your successes with it. Okay, well, I, um, I, you know, I'm a lifelong baker. I'm one of those people, you know, that, that I, it was, it was always a hobby of mine. I've got hundreds of cookbooks and I love to pour through those. I've always loved that kind of thing. I, when, you know, when I was a little girl and people would ask me, what did I want to be when I grew up? I would always say, I want to be a baker, you know, and mm -hmm. um, I just, I, I loved all that. I would do, there's a, um, a book that turned into a movie. I think it was a book first that was called Julia and Julia, you know, Julia Child. And this mm -hmm. girl is working through all of her recipes. And I was that same person. I would take a cookbook, um, you know, a standard type type of cookbook, and I would work through the, in, in, you know, the all during doing all the pastry kind of work through that. Then I ended up going to pastry school uh, in Bethesda, Maryland. And um, I was still working as an advertising copywriter during this whole period of time, do you see? And mm -hmm. then, but just loving the craft. And um, there really are not a lot of people in my family that own small businesses, but there are lots of people in my family or just instrumental people in my family that have what I call an entrepreneurial spirit. Right, definitely, definitely. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's sort of that. And so I always loved that. I loved that, you know, I'm going to make a way out of no way type, type approach to things. Right. You know, if I can't find a job, I'm going to make a job, especially my grandfather um, was, was definitely like that. And, you know, when I was a little girl, I, would, I followed him around because he owned lots of property and he put a garden behind every house that he owned. So, you know, I remember like maybe a half a dozen houses that he owned and he put gardens behind each one of those homes. And then he tended each one of those gardens, if you can believe that, wow. and left the produce for those families. And I just thought, you know, it was such an independent, lovely thing to do Definitely. that, um, and and some and somehow he was so self motivated mm -hmm. to do that. Nobody's gonna say get up and go tend the gardens, you know. And I can just remember as a little girl with my um, <clears throat> sisters, kind of following after him like little ducklings, right? Going to help him with these gardens. So to sort of you know that's sort of the 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 sort of the spirit that I saw in my own family, right? And so at some point, it was after I gave birth to you guys, I found out that I was having twins and then gave birth to you guys and tried to go back to work full time. And I realized that that wasn't going to work. So I started freelancing for them. But that is also when I got the seed of the idea that this is the perfect time to do my own business because I needed that kind of flexibility as well. So... Um, 
So actually that's what I did. Just completely never thinking it, it wasn't going to work or never thinking anything other than excitement. Right? Right. Um, As I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, would you, uh, I mean, like, I mean, like looking back, I mean, I mean, were there, were there some things that you think that you, you know, should have been kind of focusing on, you know, like that kind of the beginning and stuff like that, that, you know, beyond the excitement or, or, or do you kind of like, are you kind of pretty happy with, you know, how, how things were then? You know, Jordan, it, it's certainly not the case through my whole career as mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, but I wouldn't change anything about that period of time. Ooh. You know, I, it was it was pretty golden, if you see yeah. what I'm saying. It was pretty darn golden because I was, of course, married, at, mm -hmm. you know, to your father, Al, and he was um, very handy, mm -hmm. right? And I so when I, I decided to, you know, was that's right. He he, you know, in that county, we were living in Reston, Virginia, which is uh, what is the county, Jordan? My memory failed. Fair, uh, what Fair, Fairfax. It was Fairfax. 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 Fairfax exactly. Mm -hmm. Fairfax County. In that county, they already had cottage laws. So you could actually set up your, you know, as your business is small, you could set up your um, kitchen, your commercial kitchen in your home. Oh, wow. You see, and Al and I had already bought a house, a townhouse. And so Al literally changed our kitchen into a commercial kitchen. I didn't know that. Did you know so, that? Yes, no, he did. I, that. I mean, I we, we traveled across to, I can't remember exact, Pennsylvania, maybe back to Pennsylvania and bought my first commercial oven at an auction. <sighs> That's so cool. He completely refurbished that oven and then literally built, because of course there are, you know, certain specs, of course, that the health department expects. And all of that has to be done before you can get a health department license. Of course. So he did all of that. And- uh, that's, um, that's pretty doggone impressive. So. Exactly. And I came up with, of course, the name, Pitty's Pastries. And Al, I wish I had actually brought some of my little props, but you know, we had really cute signage and everything was just absolutely adorable. And I started selling cakes um, at, farmer's markets. That's how I started Penny's Pastries in Fairfax County, Virginia, Reston, Virginia. Mm. And, you know, at the, we had beautiful farmer's markets, like all sorts of things were being mm. sold at, right? Right. And uh, that's where I started. And I was, you know, the first day I can still remember being so, so, so excited um, doing, and I also did shows like Christmas shows, you know, like arts and craft type shows as well with these packaged cakes. And um, I have to say every single time I sold out, every single time. Wow, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive, you know? mom. Uh -huh. so. And so I, I can remember mom and, um, you know, Nana and um, all my sisters, your aunts came to help me because the production was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it was to me a very, very exciting time beautifully packaged little cakes inspired by um grandpa burns right yep yeah, yep yeah, and I, so that's how i started my business then we ended up moving to uh that was a and then that that morphed into a retail store and i always said if i ever got a chance again i would not open a retail store but i'd do a wholesale bakery specializing in cookies and i got mm. that opportunity to do that when we moved from 
rest in Virginia to Austin, awesome. Texas. Uh huh. Awesome. And so mm -hmm. I opened another bakery in Austin in the early 90s, still under the name Penny's Pastries. This time as a wholesale bakery specializing in cookies. Very cool. And yeah. then that business, that business grew um, large. That's when I started getting more kind of business life lessons. Mm -hmm. And it, and, but, but that business also was the one that sort of changed me from um, just a product-centered entrepreneur or what we call a technician into a business person. And I had that business for about 17, 18 years and sold it in uh, 2005, 2006, somewhere right around there. And, uh, and for the people you know, listening, you know, you some, you know, some pretty cool experiences with that. Um, you know, uh, can you uh, tell, tell the audience you know, about... Uh, I, was like, I did. Know, so, I did, without a doubt. Yeah, like, you know, like being, uh, uh, would you mind telling us a little bit about uh, being a food network? A food network. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That was definitely one of the high points. I loved that. That was probably maybe about, I'm going to think five years into the business, something mm -hmm. like that. By that time, we, we were pretty much doing Austin. You know, we, we had, right. a, we remember, remember, we were primarily a wholesale bakery. Yep, so yes, we yes. sold into retails and filled cases in retail bakeries. All over the city. All, at least all over the city, if not half the state. Mm -hmm. But then, I mean, it got to the point where really Penny's Pastry started doing the state. And then, of course, we did the, you know, in-flight service for Southwest Airlines, all of their in-flight sweet goods business. We did Starbucks, you know, and that was kind of, it's kind of funny because those was kind of the early days of Starbucks. Right. It was, actually, what it was, was the expansion. It was the expansion of Starbucks. Wow, that's really so, interesting. Um, that's so we ended up doing some some really big accounts too. But I had also, I, I want to say, I did have some really big learning during that part too. It's hard to tell the whole story and, you know, collapse yeah. the whole story into a few minutes, but. Yeah, well, definitely. But, well, um, well, well, of course, you know, they, you know our audience, you know, if they're interested in learning more about you, you know, we'll, you know, give them some contact information so they can reach out to you and learn more. And they so, can always go to my website too. Exactly, and, so, uh -huh. and we'll give them we'll provide that too. And so, um, so now I guess to, to transition a little bit, and so I wanted to uh, talk about you know, of course, you know, Ron Crohn's veteran, the Crohn's veteran podcast, and so I want to talk about Crohn's disease and inflammatory bowel, uh, you know, diseases and stuff a little bit. And so, so you yourself um, have have a what would you say like IBS a little bit? I, I would say I have IBS. And so I have um, IBS. I've lived with it all my life. Right. And so, yeah. uh, and so uh, talk about, you know, uh, what it's like, you know, because uh, I don't think on the show that we've actually interviewed anybody with, you know, that we would you know, classify as IBS. We've had, you know, folks like, you know, CJ or other people we've interviewed with ulcerative colitis or myself or Renika and some other people, you know, they're going to be with Crohn's disease, but IBS is something unique. And so, um, so what, what do your kind of symptoms look like? You know, what, what is your kind of lifestyle with IBS look like? And, you know, and, um, and maybe what are some things that you try to do to um, manage that? Yeah. Oh God, I don't even know where to start with it. I've had it for so long. My mother had the problem. Several of my sisters have the problem. Uh, it's, I, I guess in, in terms of attempting to manage it, when I was younger, I didn't manage it well at all. Mm -hmm. And it, I guess it doesn't surprise you either with, with something like Crohn's. You know, you, it takes a certain maturity to manage these things because they're restrictions, really, really? On, on, on 
what you do, when you do it, what you eat, what you don't eat, that you stay hydrated. It's, it's a whole dance. And like, you know, well, you can do all of that and still have serious problems. Exactly. Yep. I, and, and so, you know, I, I, I can remember mom saying, you know, I could drink a sip of water and it could, could turn into a problem. <laughs> you know, I could drink a sip of water at the wrong time. Right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I'm and, and that, that, yes. And that just sends that, that just, that's, that's that day. Right. Yeah. I'm, ch- yeah, I'm chuckling because I can, I can empathize. So. Yes, exactly. So I guess, you know, the things that I remember the most, I've just always had problems with my stomach. I've had, of course, you know, I've been diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome mm. type thing. You know, it's, it's like an upper and lower GI series that they give you um, to, to finally diagnose. And then they, they tell you what to do and what not to do, or at least they attempt to give you some suggestions around that. Uh, but, but there's also... I guess what I'd say is we have to manage it mm-hmm. and it's, it's, and it's, and it's not easy. So like, what would you say when I was like, younger, go ahead. I was going to say, sorry to interrupt you. I was going to, I was going to say like, so what, what would you say are some like um, some foods um, that, you know, that, you know, that you try to, you try to avoid? I try to avoid, of course, anything that's fatty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't eat, uh, you know, I very, very rarely eat fried food, mm. period. Um, I don't eat things like um, uh, fast food hamburger type meals. Mm. I don't, I'm not saying I never eat them, but I, I really do watch it. And I'm not surprised when that sets up a problem. And especially, you know, there's a, it's a whole balance act, right? Right. Especially mm-hmm. like if I haven't eaten enough during the day and then I end up going to, I would never go to a fast food place for a hamburger anyway. It would be more like a, a mid-tier type restaurant gotcha, because gotcha. my stomach just can't, con- I, I just Tol- can't have that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, I can't tolerate time. it. Mm-hmm. No, it, that would just be, that that's suicide for me. So I would, I would end up going mm-hmm. to like a, a mid-tier restaurant mm-hmm. quietly. You know, it's stress is not a good thing for it either. So no. there's a whole almost a Zen thing I would have to do before I went in to have this burger. And then sometimes that would work and sometimes, and sometimes it won't. So, so I watch, you know, I watch red meat in general. Mm-hmm. I watch fried food. Um, I watch dairy. Um, uh, any of those inflammatory type things like that, mm. I watch all of that all the time. And actually, probably at this point of my life, I'm better controlled right now than I have, I would say, than I've been in my entire life. I, so I went through, in terms of the pendulum swinging, I went through when I was younger, like in my teens, when I first started dating your father, mm-hmm. um, I um, I can remember him saying something like, "Do you want to hang out at the record store?" This was <laughs> this, <laughs> this was this was after a date. Yeah, you know, this is mm-hmm. like during a date. We'd gone out to get something to eat, probably one of those fatty burgers. Right. We'd probably gone to get one of those. And then he said, "You know, do you want to go? Because kids used to go to the record store and hang out." And so he would, he said, do you want to go? And I said, I'm going to need to find a bathroom <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see, I still can remember that. 
because that's so embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and the struggle is real for a lot of people with inflammatory bowel. I mean, the people just don't oh, know. God. People just yeah. don't know. Um, I mean, people because you know, people, IBS it is a cramping thing. Mm -hmm. you, you see what I'm saying? It's it's a cramping thing, and there is no later with it. No, it's a it, it's no. A, there a, is no know, later. Yeah, that urgency. You know, that's what that's the word. That, that's the that's word right. That, it that's it is going use. down, and it is it is cramping down so hard. Is is so problematic yeah, that you, that the only thing that you could possibly do at that point is go to the bathroom. Yeah, in a full in a full run. Thing. In a full in a full trot. Yeah, that's in a full, exactly in a, in a, in a full, in a full sprint while you're trying to squeeze things at the same time. <laughs> while you're trying to still seem normal because you just started dating this person. Mm -hmm. He's, mm -hmm. And you're on your first date and yeah. you've almost broken into a full run and you're almost like sweating. <laughs> so so it, it's not a pretty picture. And um, so I remember that, but but the way I live my life now um works. I'm going to say Jordan 80% of the time, but it's a, it's a whole thing. Does that make sense? Yep, and it I, is and it's yeah, nothing and to play with. Right. And I'm, you know, and I'm being your son and stuff, you know, I'm, you know, some somewhat aware of, you know, the regiment, the regiment and stuff. And, you know, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, um, that's, that, and, one, and, you know, yeah, and you remember that. the years that I did not control it well. Right. Right. You and remember so, those years. Uh -huh. you know, and I think, you know, just, you know, I think you kind of be kind, be kind to yourself, you know, for, you know, for, for all that kind of stuff. And just, you know, and even on days that, you know, because that's, that's something I struggle with is, you know, days that you do everything right and that 20%, you know. That's so, exactly and, right. And so it's just knowing that you did everything right, you know, and, um, and, and still knowing that you're treating your body well, even if it's, you know, even if you, you have symptoms that you can't control. That's right. And I don't know about you, but sometimes there's just things I also didn't know. I didn't know too much sugar was causing the problem. Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Or I didn't know, I didn't know sugar was causing that problem. I knew I was probably eating too much sugar, but I didn't know that it had any connection at the time. Right. I didn't know things like dairy. I, mm -hmm. I just didn't. And so right. a, a lot of these things, I just, I learned the hard way. I kind of, you know, I wonder if you cut back on that i wonder if that would make it you know it was that kind of thing i can't do a whole lot of just like snacking like like sitting and eating like potato chips or mm -hmm. I, it that that um yeah, none of that stuff works i mean none of that works so none of that works so um so so i'm curious and so you know so you having ibs and so so what, so what was your thinking you know this kind of a long time ago now but you know when you found out that i had you know, with Crohn's disease, where I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, you know, like what was kind of your thinking? Because I was just uh, talking about this with somebody else and they, they asked me this. And so, I, and so I was kind of curious, you know, you know, kind of, you know, at that time, you know, you know I guess in, in 1995, you know, mm. like, you know. Oh, was, it was, it was, I, I mean, I can remember. I can remember when you, of course, were in Las Vegas mm -hmm. when you were first diagnosed. And um, I can remember Al calling me to tell me, and at first they didn't know what you had. They, they hadn't completely diagnosed you. So they were thinking it could be anything from cancer to Crohn's. Mm. Did you know that? I don't think I didn't know that. It, yeah. And so I was just, I was out of my mind. I was, I was just completely out of my mind. I, I, um, which has happened a lot in your little life because, mm. you know, because it's just, just, just so hard and so sad and, and it's, it's, you're so sick and, and, 
and you know and and of course what a mom wants to always do is make you better right you just and, want it to go away you want right? it to go away and uh, in Crohn's and, is a, yeah in Crohn's is a chronic condition so it's a chronic condition it's not it's not going to go away it's it's a it's a terrible feeling it's a terrible feeling and then and then of course I didn't know what Crohn's was hmm. I knew I, I was I was like relieved that it wasn't a, a that wasn't cancer but I didn't know Crohn's I didn't know this chronic disease called Crohn's I didn't know this thing and I and, and then I felt you know guilty too because I knew that a whole lot of it had to be because of me mm. because I mean I have I have similar problems I have similar problems so so do the doctors you know, so the doctors you know yeah, yeah um, so so do the doctors explain to you at the time you know kind of what you know what you know what if any information were you given about me then or then Jordan, I, I really don't I, I don't feel like I don't really feel like I got any I remember going to and you know it I can't blame the whole thing on them because um I was crazed you see mm -hmm. what I'm saying so I don't know what they were saying to me really but I don't remember getting any information I don't remember getting any material I don't remember it all I remember is let, let's say that Al called me on a Tuesday. I was on a flight on Wednesday. I remember that. To Las Vegas. Do you remember mm -hmm. that? I do. And, and you know, you were maybe about 14. Yeah. You were about 14 years old and, you know, so cute, you know, and so sick and kind of saying, I'm going to miss Halloween. Mm -hmm. I remember you. I remember that you said that to me, and then I was thinking, "Well, I'll get him like a little, um, you know, one of those little plastic pumpkins." Yeah. Or and even the kids in the hospital, they were letting some of the kids go around the hospital, but of course you couldn't. No, I, I remember that too. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Yes. So it was all. Um, the whole thing has just been. Nothing has broken my heart more than that period and then when you got really really sick um the second time kind of the second time right and so i mean but that was so sad it is i mean but I mean, but and I then I, say, I felt the i felt like that whole period of time every everything was wrong do you mm -hmm. see what i'm saying and i but by that time you were kind of a man i can't come i can only do so much you know what i'm saying it's it's it, it's been it's been a journey I think anybody who loves anybody that has uh, Crohn's colitis, any kind of chronic disease, it, 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 as much as it impacts you, and we know that you're the one with it, so needless to say, you have the bigger problem, and it ripples into so many different areas of your life, and it does the same thing to mine. Mm -hmm. You know, you say something like, you're going to travel to, to you guys are going to move. You know, yeah. and I just, I immediately go into almost panic mode. Right. Because yeah. I just fear that's too much and he's not, it's going to just, you know, what, what's going to, you know, I just, it's a, it's a whole cycle for me. Oh, so yeah. my job, I have decided, you know, we've been dealing with this for a long time, right? Right. And my job is one instead of work just sitting in in worry is what can i do to help mm -hmm. what can i, I do to help 
Um, in terms of even that's what I ask myself now all the time, like the food. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I know food better than most people on the planet. Right. Right. And I love the whole notion of cooking and food and preparation and, you know, that whole thing. And so I just start thinking, is there any way I can create a program for them? Or, you know, do you see what I mean? Right. I mean, well, that's, you know, that's, I mean, I'm that, well, of course, you know, thank you. And, you know, for, you know, for everything that you do and, you know, but, um, but, you know, that's, the, that's where I get that from too, is that, you know, I'm, you know, solutions, you know, have a solution in our mindset. Exactly. You know, you know like, you so know, like, we don't like to wallow. No, nope, I mean, we don't like to wallow in the issue. We try to look for the solution to that. We right. can't cure Crohn's right now. We certainly can't. But even I want to say, even with your podcast, that's why I love it because we not we you might not be able to cure it, but so much of what you're doing is toward that end. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, right now, to help and support people that have that are going through life and and they want to make a contribution and they want to have full lives and they carry this weight with them, this problem with Crohn's and colitis, right? Right. So I, I think you guys are instrumental in that, and that's why I so support this effort too. Well, thank you, thank you. Um, oh, cool. Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I wanted to kind of go back to just uh, entrepreneurship just a little bit. You know, I, I want mm -hmm. you know, seeing seeing as you you, you coach people and um, help you know help people with their own small businesses and stuff. And so, uh, you know, are there uh, you know any kind of a kind of uh, patterns or, you know, any kind of, you know, tips or, you know, advice, you know, or common pitfalls, you know, that, you know, that, that, that some of the folks that you've talked to, you know, uh, can, can avoid? Um, I, I guess what I would say to that is, in a way, entrepreneurship kind of mimics Crohn's in a way, mm. in that you have to develop, it, it takes, uh, all of these things take discipline right right and patience right and I, what i see in my clients so often is not having those two things we're all crazy passionate right right but we've got to get a, a couple things right here we've got to breathe and, and slow down the the other thing is when you have decided that you are going to make money by your own hand it only makes sense you wouldn't do it with anything else if you decide to be a tennis player you'd probably hire somebody to help you learn really learn the game and really develop the strategies around it and how the game is played and what the history of you would do that and i don't understand why people don't do that with business mm. like, uh, like you like know reaching, the, the, they're, they're they're, there's not mentors. enough the, the, there's not enough study of the fundamentals of business mm. because if you could if you could understand the fundamentals, then you have the ability to tweak them and make them your own. You have the ability to build creative strategies, but first you have to understand the fundamentals, the rudiments of just business. And it doesn't really make any difference from corporate structures all the way down to mom and pop, sole proprietorships. There are rules that go all the way through those that if you, if you knew that part and you were willing to work those, it, it, it would show up in your revenue, in the mm. money that you actually keep. So I would say just like Crohn's and colitis, um, you have to kind of learn what does work, have the patience, 
and discipline to stop doing what doesn't work, which, you know, th these things are easy to say, but I know from living, they're not easy to do. But that's where success comes in. That's where success comes in. It's, and that's what I would say about entrepreneurship. I, I, of course, love it. And I think people that have chronic problems, all, all sorts of problems, right? Owning your own business is like the answer to a lot of that because you need flexibility. Mm -hmm. When you're in the middle of a flare, it's going to be really hard to go to work. Right. It yes. is. It is. I, I mean, mean, to work for somebody where you need to where you need to be there at eight o'clock in the morning. It, it, to me, you know, just being able to work with you know, a, 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 like a chronic condition like uh, Crohn's or colitis or IBS, you know, it's a it's just a miracle. You know, it's a blessing. It's a miracle. You know, unto, it, it's, unto it's, itself. And we you know. all have anybody that has this issue. We all have our stories, don't mm -hmm. we? Of, yeah. You know, right? You're in the middle of a meeting, or you're you're the actually presenter of something. Mm -hmm. you know or you're you know you've got all these different roles that you and you go oh my god my stomach has just given out on me right, right. we've all been there we have we have and so you know um there's so much respect so, you know, to, to everybody that you know that, you know, that um yeah, that's you know that tries uh, yeah that tries you know they you know you're that, without a doubt mm -hmm. I, I think it's huge I, I think it's huge too you know and, i think um, it's absolutely huge anybody well, that that says, I have a problem, whatever that problem is, whatever that issue is, I have an issue and I'm going to show up anyway. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and then I'm going to be disciplined to say, I need to stop doing these four things, institute these four over here and move forward. Right. And just know and that plan, that's right. And plan A is not working, not to just throw the whole thing out, just to say, let me sit back for a second or call somebody who might have more information than I do or whatever, and then move into plan B. Right. And then um, and, and, and if you fall off a wagon on any of those plan A or plan B, be kind to yourself and then get back on the wagon. Without a doubt. Because so, there's no point in beating yourself up. No, you know, because we're all that doesn't we're, that doesn't do anything. No, we are human. human. We are human. And so we are um, human, but um, cool. Well, um, I think well, this is a really fun conversation, Mom. Uh, and I think I think we're gonna wrap it up a little bit. But uh, but, but before but before we do, you know, just um, you know, any uh, any 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 parting words of wisdom, you know, for uh, people with you know the IBS out there or um, or or any aspiring you know small business owners. I think it's it's a real mom thing to say, you know, I'm, I don't have my coach hat on right now. Mm -hmm. I, I guess I just want to say, when I look at the content, when I look at your content, and when I see the comments, and I see all these people, you know, just working so hard to make a contribution and maybe, you know, leave a legacy and support and help other people, it, it, it really does just it, it just makes me so proud of what people are willing to do to, to, to be productive. Um, so I, I think, I guess the only thing I would say is, first of all, keep doing that. Keep being passionate, right? right. And at the same time, try to develop a business uh, that is at the biggest platform you feel comfortable with in other words you have a message for a much bigger audience than you think you probably do mm. and mm. so 
you know, and, and along with that, of course, comes that patience and discipline. But I would like people to think outside of any kind of preset boundary, you know, awesome. and just know to actually go for, um, you know, the highest good. Cool. I, I think I'd say. Awesome. Well, well thank you for that. That's great, that's great advice. Um, one last thing, how, you know, if people want to reach out to you, find you, um, support you in what you're doing, you know, how can they do so? Okay. I also have a, a small coaching business now too. I write business plans and strategy plans and, and that type of thing. Um, and so my website is <laughs> Margin Penny. The name of the business is Margin, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and um, so the website is margin, M-A-R-G-I-N, Penny, my name, P-E-N-N-Y dot com. Awesome. And there, that's my website and you'll find everything you need. Cool. Well, um, and, and also, um, you know, if you liked, you know, our conversation uh, today, if you, if you, if you want to support uh, Crohn's Veteran, uh, please uh, you know, like and subscribe to our show on all the podcast platforms. Uh, also, you know, like and subscribe us on our, our Crohn's Veteran YouTube channel. Uh, you, you can find, you can find. Um, us on www.cronesveteran.com. We have a we have a pretty cool Teespring store with with Crohn's and Colitis gear on there, so you can check that out and support us. We're uh, working really hard to put out some more gear on there. And and, and again, you know, we just appreciate you know, all your support. We appreciate um, you know, Penny McConnell for being for being here, my mom for being here, and uh, and thanks for again for supporting Crohn's Veteran. <laughs>